Hey, Scuttlebuds, I hope this episode finds you well. Thanks for joining us this week. I've got State Representative Sean Dooley in the studio. And we're not getting political, really. All we want to do is kind of commiserate about all the meanness that goes on in social media. I want to be a change agent. I'm going to use this podcast for good instead of positive message to be nice to people. Sean's nice to people, so I brought him in and uh, I'm going to take some notes and learn from him. Ready to do this? All right, we're hanging. I get really excited when I get a new sponsor, and today is one of those days. APC Pest and Termite Control. Welcome to the Scuttlebutt family. So glad to have you here. You have no idea what this means to me. Stay tuned, Scuttlebutts, and we'll talk more about them later in the show. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, Scuttlebuds, it's Rick Fink Jr. sitting behind the console with all the controls that I don't even know how to use yet because I always rely on my buddy Mike to do it. But Mike can't be here because we've talked about this before. He's got this wedding thing, and, you know, you have to overplan for the wedding, right, if it's your wedding because... Well, you really don't, but some people get sucked into that wedding industry vortex, and and Mike's a victim. He's, like, circling that drain, just getting sucked in, just doing stupid little minutiae wedding things. I keep telling him, the wedding's going to come here, and it's just going to be fine. But he's checking boxes and uh, putting miles on his car. Me, on the other hand, well, you know what? I didn't forget about you guys. I love you guys. I'm in that wedding. I'm in that wedding. But I'm here because, you know, I have obligations. Not that I'm bitter that my buddy Mike isn't here. I'm going to give him a pass because this is his first wedding. Probably his last. Hopefully his last. Allie, I know you're listening. That was a joke. Okay, so what we're going to do today, guys, is we're going to talk to my other buddy, Sean Dooley. Or should I say State Rep Sean Dooley? Or should I say Plainville Firefighter Sean Dooley? This guy wears so many hats. He's so cool. I love the guy, truly. So... He's not a guest. He's not a host. He's a guest host. We're going to just do the show together. <laughs> Quite the introduction. Thank you very much. As long as I'm not having to do Mike's job, I'm happy to be here. Yeah. He's like, I went, you know what I did yesterday? I'm like, dude, you're kind of freaking out, man. Like it's not, it, dude, it's just a wedding. I'm telling you, do you have entertainment? It can be a band. It could be a DJ. It could be a playlist on your phone with a speaker, like what my wife and I did 10 years ago, or 11, I, forget, I can't remember how long we've been married. You should probably know that. I should know a lot of things. Yesterday, I drove up to Salem, and I got a twelve fifteen appointment for spa mani-pedis. He was always like kind of making fun of me, but I could tell he's kind of curious, and I'm like, we're just gonna do this. So he and I sat in a massage chair, getting our toes done, and then we went over and sat at the table with getting the hand massage, the cuticle cut. I got buff nails. Look at those things. Beautiful. They're so shiny. You should wear sunglasses to look at them. Hot, hot pink on the toes? Um, no, I went with black. It's an evening, like black tie kind of okay, thing. I okay, thought, okay. no, I just go with a clear coat, obviously. You don't paint your nails. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's doing his thing today. Uh, so here you are. We're going to do this podcast. I want to catch up with you because... You got a lot of stuff going on in your life. I haven't seen you in a while. 
Uh, how Co- are you? COVID, man. Was, COVID. Screwed up everything. You were on episode 15, dating back to September 3 of 2020. So we were about six months into the COVID stuff. Um, but was, September was the end of summer. Like it right. wasn't a, a burst. So you yeah, could come we, we, in. We, that was the first time we thought, kind of thought COVID was over. Right. And it was that we'd made it through the hump, the summer, everything was going down. Yep. You know, the, the vaccine was on its way. You know, everything was looking good. Yeah. Everyone saw the light of the, yeah. of the yeah, tunnel. Yeah. A couple there. months, it's going to be completely gone. And then. Yeah. And, and here then, we are still. Is, yeah. But this is our year. I feel like a, a Cleveland <laughs> Browns fan. Like this is our year. How's it been going? Like, what's what's new? How's your family? Are you guys doing good? You happy? Yeah, no, you healthy? All that? Everyone's good. My uh, my oldest is in the uh, second lieutenant in the Marine Corps. She's down in Beaufort, South Carolina. I was down there last weekend to help her. She just bought a new house. Good for her. So I was helping you know hook things up and build things and you know do do do, do you know it's, it's kind of nice even though your daughter is a badass Marine mm-hmm. and she still needs her dad. Yes, so, which is which is kind of. Kind of, kind of cool. Um, and my other kids are, you know, a junior, a sophomore, and an eighth grader. You know, so I've got, you know, still really busy with all the sports and, yeah. you know, and like I got a new truck last year and I've already put on, I got it end of March. I've already put on 28,000 miles. No kidding. Wow. 90, 98% driving kids to. Two things. Two things and fun things and sitting and in parking lots and yeah. back and forth and back and forth. It's, a, it's, it is amazing, especially how when we grew up, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know about you, but if I couldn't ride my bike there, <laughs> yeah, my, you know, I hear you. I, I wasn't going. That was that was that was a you could walk, you could ride your bike, however you want to get there, right? But you know, my parents weren't driving me everywhere and stuff like that, so it was just it was very different. Yeah, with your daughter now, there's a bond there. There's something special, right? Like you yeah. love your boys, but the daughters, like I don't know, my my daughter this morning, I got up at like six ten. She was up at I don't know five five thirty, whatever she does. She gets, she's an early riser. And I said, Hey, good morning, Rosie. And she goes, hi. I'm like, what's the matter? She's like, you, you made me cry myself to sleep last night because you're going away for the weekend. Again, Mike's wedding. And right. she just caught on that. I'm going to be gone for two nights. And she really did cry in her bed about like, you know, I think it's a teachable moment, you know, where I'm like, you know what? This is good. Like, I'm not going to be around with you living under the same roof your whole life. You're going to have to get out there on your own. This is probably good. We'll, we'll just, we'll take the weekend off. And when I come back, we'll, we'll get back to hanging out. And, and she, uh, I think is she's internalizing that. She, but it's great. Like it's a, it's adorable. It breaks my heart. I love it. You know, yeah, I was gonna say, it's a, yeah, it's a combination. Yeah. It's a little push pull there. Yeah. My son though, he doesn't care. He's like, he hasn't even brought it up. He's probably thinking I got one parent. I only need to manipulate now. Like, Boys are just noise with dirt on it. Like he just is like, wow, I can get away with more. I don't know. He's yeah, but I was gonna say, I mean, not a know, bad kid. I have two of each, and you know, very different. I mean, it's you know, apples and know, oranges. And, and I'm fortunate. Both of my girls are more you know pleasers. You know, they're you know, whereas my boys are just chaos. Yeah, uh, just for the sake of you know, you know, things they fight over. You, they'll they'll be like playing in different rooms, and they'll just walk in and punch each other, and then walk back out, and it's like. Why'd you do it? I'm like, he was annoying me. I'm like, you weren't even in the same room. You couldn't see him. How was he annoying you? Well, I just knew he was there. 
Yeah. And I'm like, awesome. Thanks. Or, or Thanks, dad, guys. Or dad, this conflict dates back six hours. Exactly. Okay? <laughs> exactly. You have the best social media posts. This shows I want to largely make it about how people are interacting. I'm trying to bring some change in my own community. Everyone is nasty. It starts in communities in town that don't know, have good leadership. It happens on social media, like the Facebook town groups. And then it trickles down into going to the transfer station and getting called out and sworn at by somebody or, or going to the grocery store and just getting stared down by by someone who disagreed with that thing you said. It it's gotten so trivial and and trite and it's getting disgusting. I'm trying to affect some change. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I saw your video. I thought it was great. Um, and, you know, and, and it's a message that we all need to kind of you know take a little step back. Take you don't take yourself so seriously. And it's not just about you. You know, I think I think one of the things that people in our society now, we've become so self-involved. Mm -hmm. People will read a post on Facebook that's completely innocuous or you know not directed at you at all, but you take it, you internalize it, and you take it personally, and you're like, "How dare you say that about me and my children?" And it's you know, game on. You know, gloves are off, and I'm gonna I'm gonna punch back harder. Yeah. And the person was like, "Oh, I was I was actually talking, you know, just kind of making a joke and talking about something I saw on the news the other day. I wouldn't." Was, wasn't meant to be personal about anybody, but, yeah. you know, and then when the punch gets back, thrown back, you know, people can't step away. They just, they, 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 they get incensed and it becomes this, you know, it eats at them mm -hmm. and it's, you know, it elevates, 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 elevates. And, uh, and that's, and that's really, really difficult. Well, let's get into that in a little bit. Right. Um, back to being positive, because that's what my message in the video you mentioned, and I'll put this on our social media scuttlebuds if you're not in the local area, but I felt like something needed to be done, a message needed to be set. So I, I just created a, just a message of positivity on a video, and people have been receptive to it. Like uh, teachers have, have messaged me asking if they could play it in their classroom, which I'm honored to be asked to. I'm, small, of course, small royalty. Yes. You know, when I started out, and I, I would throw satire into a group called, we have a group called the Concerned Citizens of Medfield. Like, when I moved here, I called this place Perfect Phil. It, there was nothing wrong with it. So when I heard that there was people that referred to them as, as concerned citizens and we have everything, it, I, I had to get onto that and, and dig around. And, and then I started, through satire, kind of calling stuff out. And for the most part, it was well-received, right? Uh, but that's when the world was normal. Things stopped being normal. I think when maybe Donald Trump, and this is not a political show. I know you're you're running for you know state senate and all that stuff, and we'll get to that. But for the most part, we we don't really get political. But I think it's fair to say we're both Republicans. Donald Trump really turned people into a tizzy, right? He ran a a, a rambunctious campaign for a year, then he won. So that's four more years of right. this guy. And then we got COVID and mandates and, and hybrid school and masks and vaccines. People are tired. People right. are tired. They're dealing with trauma, right? Uh, people are losing jobs, losing loved ones. Like or hate Donald Trump. I mean, he destroyed civil discourse. Yes. You know, he, he gave people to use their basis, you know, level of their, you know, caveman mentality. That's that, a good way to put well, it. If, 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 the, if the president can say such harsh, horrible things to constituents, neighbors, fellow Americans, than I can as well. And, it, mm -hmm. and it, I was shocked as a country and as a you know, society how quickly everybody jumped on board with that. But it was like, you know, you know it, was, it was a race to the bottom. 
Yeah, and, you know, yeah. And, and, and he definitely led that. And, and I think it's the same time you get the advent of social media and that really taking off and, and you know, you know the, the lack of accountability. Then you have Twitter where, you know, you, you can be completely anonymous and just create, you know, all these things and then bots and all this, you know, it became an overwhelming cesspool of negativity. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it was unfortunately led by the president on, you know, on a lot of these things. So, um, it's, you know, hopefully, hopefully we're starting to dig out of that. You know, hopefully the pendulum is going to start to swing back. Um, seems like it has a little bit, but you know, we still have a long way to go. We do. And, you know, I'm trying to affect change. Like I used to be part of the problem with the satire, which had its place. I mean, I did it on an existing site that had an audience already. Right. You could argue, like if you're a hater, Rick Fink is hijacking this audience for his comedy routine. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I was a little late to uh, realizing that, but I'm like, yeah, I guess that is kind of true. So I'm going to go do stand-up comedy instead, and now I'm going to crush it on stage, which I do. And then I got a podcast, which, by the way, I don't know what's up, but we're getting really, really big in Russia. Like every week, the numbers are exponentially growing. I, I used to joke like, oh, it's just... U.S. nationals at the embassy that are a little homesick. They want to hear the scuttlebutt. But we have thousands of Russians listening. And then I just got an invite to like a uh, like a, a platform out of India. It's just India, right? And so I'm like, okay, you know, let's. I looked into it. I was like, this is legit. I'm cool. Let's go. I'm on there. Now India's listening. Like we got like 50 new listeners this week. So you're, from India. You're going to become like an oligarch in, in Russia. It's so you're, funny. You're, I just want Putin, to... Putin's using you. He's, it's, you know, you're going to be one oh, of his... Oh, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. I just want to say hello to the Ukraine, all my friends in the... U my comrades in the Ukraine. Be safe out there. I, I don't think they're comrades. Yeah. I think that's one of the, one of the problems. Yeah. You know, I, I kind of grew. I learned. I, I, I stepped back. I got off the sites for my own mental health. I'm like, this doesn't make me happy. When I go on stage and I get that big, like, room of laughs coming back... I feel good, right? It, it getting likes and shares and shit like that—that that doesn't mean any. That's stupid. That's super. Who cares, right? Like when you're on Facebook, you're not spending time with your family. You're not doing something productive. So get a life. Like that's really what I'm trying to say nicely to people. <laughs> you know, like when I'm out conversing, and I just hope that turns around. But it is. I mean, it, and it's also addictive. And you get the. You know, mm -hmm. I I've guilty of it, especially. And I've tried to be a lot better. But you know, you're you're you know someone you know. You know, says something snarky to you, and you're like, "Oh yeah, well, I'm gonna zing them back." Yeah. And then you're, you know, then you're checking your phone to see if they responded, and and you know, and then it becomes next thing you know, you've spent you know, <laughs> two hours of your life, you know, you, you, bantering with someone who you don't even know, you don't care about, they have no impact on your life. It's just complete. You're, you were literally, you know, arguing with an idiot, you know, and and just pissing into the wind with, and you're creating no. No solution. No solution, but no no positivity. No, no, there's nothing productive coming out of it. You were yep. actually, and like you said, you know, you're hurting your family because you know, this is time that you could be, you know, you know, reading to your kids or or playing checkers or you know mowing the lawn, whatever mm -hmm. it is. Yeah. And it becomes this, and and it's addictive. I mean, it's uh, um, and I forget the the name of the little documentary that they they did on uh, the social the, dilemma. So, yeah, yeah. And when you look at that, you're just like. Wow, that is two industry. Yeah, two industries refer to their customers as users: social media and drug dealers. And I say to people, that's all you need to know. Just go watch the film. But right. also, argue with you know you've ever heard the adage: never argue with an idiot. They'll knock you down to their level and then just beat you with experience. Um, you got to keep that in mind, scuttlebutts. The other thing is, you know, if you're gonna get 
into an engagement with somebody, attack their argument. Don't attack that person. You know, right. a teacher in town dressed me down because I was adverse to the state's largest, you know, labor union. Right. The teacher's union. And her husband gets on and calls me a dumbass. I'm like, what, 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 are we, what are we doing? You know, here's a life skill. Be a little nicer to people. But again, but the, the fact that you are a dumbass doesn't play into that at all. Well, you know, it's like it's not his place. Like my wife can call me a dumbass, and and she would be able to back it up. But you know, I don't need to hear it from random Joe Schmo, who you know, who doesn't actually know that you're a dumbass. He's just he is he's just he's, guessing. He's just it's guessing. Like, are you? Yeah. Where's your evidence? Thank you. Thank you for helping me out here. So um, let's talk a little bit about you. You're running for state senate now. I am. So you're running for state senate. And this all kind of plays in. I'm trying to. We, if I was a really good, like you know, host of a podcast, I would masterfully all tie this in and weave it in together. But um, you got a target on your back, right? You have opposition. You have a like, like it seems like negative campaigning works. You got thick skin, though. Let's talk about some of the stuff that you've been called. Like you posted the other day, like someone referred to your wiggly butt. They're body shaming you, Sean. Right. I don't even know if it was a you know. If wiggly butt is body shape, I'm, I really don't even have much of a butt. You got as it kind is. of a tight ass in those jeans, to be yeah, honest, thank bro. Thank you, thank you. And it's like you know, that's that, you, know, you know, my wiggly belly may be a different story. But it was it, it was one of these things. That, you know, in this particular situation, it was a very um, far far right wing extremist person who you know didn't like the fact that I work with Democrats and I cross the aisle and I, you know mm-hmm. you know do actual. Real world work from the standpoint of you know you know let's sit down and talk and discuss and try whoa, to find a solution. Whoa 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 wait wait. I know. So I know. in case we radical. have any yeah. <laughs> so you if I heard you correctly you work with people across the aisle to get things done for the greater good. Right, exactly. You tell me, Sean, that you put your ego aside and you do what's right for the masses. I really? try. Really? I try. As I say, you know, it's it's it's. How dare you? And from the standpoint of you know, I also understand math. And, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the Democrats have over 80 percent majority. So I'm, I realized if I'm going to get anything done, mm-hmm. um, my 20 percent probably not going to pass. Yeah. Um, so I need some of them to be working with me. Um, so, right. you know, that that concept seems to be lost on some of these people. Uh-huh. And anyway, this person was yelling at me and cursing and and, uh, and it was at an it was at an event. And it was and I'm like, you know, you know, and I was trying to be nice. And I was like, listen, I appreciate it. But, you know. We're gonna just have to agree to disagree, and I, and I and I kept trying to walk away from her, and she just kept you know running and screaming and you know following was, you, literally oh, following, literally, you. literally following me. And first I went into the bathroom, then she was pounding on the door there, and so then I'm like, all right, I just was this it. a single bathroom or one of the communal kind of like? No, it was luckily it was a men's bathroom, and she did not come in. But um, uh, it, so I'm like, all right, well this isn't working, so I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna leave this building, and so you know, scooched past her as fast as I could, and as I'm walking out, that's when she was yelling, you know that that particular insult. You know, a lot of the other insults I'm like, I've heard before. And, and that one, I actually stopped as I was opening the door. I stopped and I turned around and I like just stared at her. I'm like, because my brain couldn't even process. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that, that I've never heard that one before. That's a new one. And so, you know, so I was like, all right. you know, I, And I'm like, okay. Uh, I, I, and I, she, she actually left me speechless, which is something very, very rare. Yeah. Um, and so then I left. The and circuit I, board frets and you just said, I'm out. I'm I mean, out. Exactly. And I just turned <laughs> That is way. amazing. It, it was. It was. Uh, it, hey, it's, it's. It's a good story. That, you know. What, one of the things that you have to kind of you know look at some of these things is you sit back and you laugh, mm-hmm. and you're like, you know what? It makes for a great story. It uh, does. I, I, and, you know, on on small town scuttlebutt. Yes, you know, that's, that's why. I, we, that's what I was saving it for. Thank you. <laughs> now it's funny because um, 
I thought that this was some liberal whack job, like left way left of Nancy Pelosi, because that's where I kind of see that stuff coming from. But this was someone that was like right of Donald Trump oh, and saying, yeah. you're not you're not right wing enough. And yeah, and, and, you're and, too close to the center where the normal people are, Sean. OK, so that's just a, the most recent thing that came up. And I laughed. I LOL'd when I read that post about your wiggly butt. So you've been in public office at the state level for seven years. You must have been called a lot of things. Um, what what are some of the worst things? Like anything stick out, or is there something I mean, that's just a go to? I was gonna say yeah, you know, prob- probably the most you know dramatic. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing was you know someone said I was literally worse than Hitler. Um, literally worse than Hitler. Yep. I li- love it when li- the, literally. I love the misuse of that word. It is. It just basically nullifies everything that follows literally right and 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 this wasn't this was just someone because it was i was running in an election and i have an r after my name so therefore i was it wasn't like i even did anything and it was no you you registered with the republican party right you freaking nazi evidently and so it was you know and that was one that was later on in my life so i didn't respond Mm -hmm. uh because one of the things i learned in the first couple of years um I would I would respond. You know, someone would say something mean or hateful or or, or lie about me or whatever. Yep. I'm old school enough. Someone's going to throw a punch at me. I'm going to throw a punch back. Right. And then you fall into that cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I also learned was, you know, my I have a great guy that you know helps me with a lot of my social media, and he's like, listen, let me show you, you know, actual analytics. Uh-huh. Here's this person saying something nasty about you. They have a circle of influence that sees their post of about seventy people. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Great, you know, and that's all. If they post something, that's all that ever sees it. Just it's how Facebook's algorithm works. Mm-hmm. He goes, the second you comment and you have, you know, ten thousand followers, now all of a sudden you've expanded that to ten thousand people. Okay, because you and brought then, your whole circle in, right? And then Simple. two or three of your friends jump in mm-hmm. to defend you. Now that comment can either have seventy people look at it, mm-hmm. or twenty thousand people look at it. Wow, yeah, so, it happens quick. So if so, if you respond. You know, and 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 then out of that twenty thousand, you don't know who's reading down into the discussion. They might only read up at the top where you're literally worse than Hitler. That's right. And and so it, it might be someone that you don't know or doesn't know you. So by allowing them a response, you're actually helping spread their nonsense. Mm-hmm. So it's so much better just to ignore them and walk away. And I will say, there's nothing that drives the haters crazier. And crickets and tumbleweeds, right? Yep. Scuttlebuds, did you hear that? Play back to the tape if you want to learn how it works. I know, like, we know how the algorithms just get you to keep scrolling, you know, keep your head down, keep scrolling. It's feeding you more stuff that's, oh, you clicked on that, click on this too, right? And, well, and, 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 it's, been, and it's been proven that, you know, mm-hmm. Facebook algorithms, you know, feed negativity. Yeah. You know, if, if, you know, if it's a lot of positive things like that, they don't get the same spikes mm-hmm. because, but if they see a fight going on online and people going back and forth and there's, you know, certain keywords of, you know, negativity and things like that, that gets boosted. So more people see it because, you know, just like with the news media. Yeah. Feel good stories don't necessarily sell. It's the it's the war and the famine and the and the, the disasters and the murders and the you know the the road rage are the sort of things that push the news cycle. Right. So therefore it also pu- pushes the social media cycle. As a side note, you know I'm really getting sick of with these news media sources. Remember when journalists like the editor would write the headlines of news stories and it was like 
a, a lead. Like you know what happened, right? Now it's, here's what you need to know. It's always like top five things you need to, it's always, a, it, it's a hook. It's like you yeah, have, every, they everything. want you to click. And, and I all don't take the cheese, scuttlebuds. Like if it, you're not looking at a good online journalist, journalism source, if the headline is not clear what the article is about without the, that tease, you know? Right. Because exactly. that's not how you, that's not how journalism is supposed to work. I was going to say, and then, and then you have the other extreme where they basically take, you know, one little small snippet of the article mm -hmm. and, you know, and put the sensational headline in there. And, you, and people are like, oh, I can't believe this happened. I can't believe this happened. I'm like, did you read the article? I know. Yes. And they're like, well, you know, I read the headline. I'm like, well. If you actually read the article, one person said that yeah. the other 10 billion people said the opposite, uh -huh. but they're saying, you know, one person said this, you know, right. and, and it's just so misleading. It, right. it really is a shame where journalism has, has gotten to in this day and age. Okay. So have you, have you ever been shown love from people online? Like, uh, do you ever experience? Oh, all the time, all the time. And, and, I, and I think it's one of those things, the more, you know, more positive things you put out there, the more positive things you get in return. I joke around about like I find a lot of wisdom in memes but like a lot of times I I really do. I saw this one thing and I now I've I'm going to steal it and I'm going to rebrand it as Rick Fink's hat trick for happiness, okay? You got to give it cool names. The alliterations there. I'm a genius. You are yes. Okay? I'm taking this meme to the next level, but I love the messaging. It's like in order to be happy, you need three things in life. You need someone to love, okay? Something to do and okay. something to look forward to. If you want to go rant and rave at somebody on Facebook, ask yourself, do I, is there someone to love? Is, do I have people in my life? You know, do I have good interpersonal relationships? Do I, or don't I? You're right. Right. That's a thing. If you say no, then you're wasting your time working on that by executing this Facebook rant. Right. right. Um, do you have something to do? Other than Facebook, because you probably should be doing that. Like, do you have to get your kids to school? Do you have to get some groceries? How about the bills? Are those getting paid? You got to do that, right? And then something to look forward to. For me, I'm going to go to Moab and do some mountain biking and hiking. I love going to the desert. A desert retreat is wonderful, right? Oh, peyote. Maybe all good. I, I, you know what? The guy I said that I mentioned, I just think of Jim Morrison just tweaking out out there. Like, <laughs> But I'm looking forward. That's things I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to the summer on the Cape with my wife and kids. I'm looking forward to the next Bruins game. I'm looking forward to seeing Mac Jones take the field and bring us to the Super Bowl next year, right? Sure. No? We'll talk about okay, that. Well, I, I want to get your take on some sports <laughs> later. But um, I I always, uh, like, I, that's one of the things I kind of want to remind people. Like, do you have someone to love? Do you have something to do? And do you have something to look forward to? I saw it on a meme. I'd like to share that with you. <laughs> Anyway, but it's good wisdom. I don't know. What, what do you, you need something to, to think about to keep you going. Some people are like, uh, praise Jesus. You know, Jesus is my savior. Other people are like, you know what? Um, my wife will just kill me if I go on Facebook. Like, if you don't have something to sort of do the checks and balances, maybe try that. Do you have anything? What's your rule of thumb? Like, I want to roast this person. They've personally attacked me or my ideology. It wasn't fair. I need to correct it. What do you tell yourself that gets you to just go hang out with your wife, Cece? Or... Oh, I was just saying, you know, I got you know, my secret weapon is Cece. I mean, it's from the standpoint of like, you know, a lot of times I, I you know, I'm smart enough now where, you know, I still, I still need the cathartic release of writing my response. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, oh, that's good. And I show it to my wife and she's <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. Delete. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, Who, does she delete it or yeah, you? She deletes it. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, but but you know, they, but, but I got I, I got my satisfaction mm-hmm. that someone got to see my very very witty snarky you know yep. response that just completely destroyed the other person and they were going to go cry and yeah and it, you know and or or change their life or whatever and uh, so but you don't she, pull the trigger and yeah no she just deletes it. Okay, time to take a break and talk about our new sponsor. APC Pest and Termite Control. We're finally getting toward the end of winter, right? The mouse, the mouse, the mice, plural, right? If you have one mouse, you got like a hundred of them. These guys are terrific. They've been around since 1981, all right? They'll spray your yard for ticks and mosquitoes. They'll take care of mice and carpenterants and termites and wasps and hornets. You can call them now. Go online. What's their website? I don't know. I'd have to look it up for you. Let me do that. APC. Let me just APC. It's easy. APCPest.com. Look them up. Check them out. Okay. They've got pests of the month. They get information for homeowners. They got nice pictures too. Look at this cute little family here. Looks like they don't have any pests running around their house. They must have called APC Pest and Termite Control. All right. Let's get back to this show, huh? More Sean Dooley. You you got a good one, right? You've been oh ra- way way out of my league. Oh, oh damn it! Okay, I was gonna say, are you the reacher or are you the settler? Oh, oh there's, there's, anyone that knows CC knows she is. You know, th- thank God she was she had an insecurity complex when she was younger, and she uh, <laughs> was was willing to marry me. Uh, it's yeah, no, way way way. She's way smarter than I am. She's way more sophisticated. There's you know pretty much at every single level, mm-hmm. uh, she wins. That's funny, and um, I, you know, that's not just being humble. There, I know you speak. That oh no, no, truth. she really is that. You know, every, everyone that knows her will will yep. agree that yes. she's out of my league. Yes, yeah. uh, same thing on that's This is where you and I are in lockstep in similarities, um, and I just have the good fortune of having known my wife back in high school. We went on one date, and uh, we don't really necessarily remember it, but we do remember the the aftermath. Like there was a second date planned for a Friday, the next Friday night. And I was so excited because it's like, it was May of our junior year. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to have a girlfriend my senior year. Like, it's, it's going to be, it's where I wanted to be at the time. Then she calls me on that Wednesday and she says she can't go out with me because one of our mutual friends also liked me, which I can totally understand. I mean, look at what, yeah, look, at, yeah. look who's across the table, Sean. Well, and, it's New Hampshire. So there's yeah, like, the limit. There's, 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 you know, there's, well, the cow is taken. Yeah. So the only yeah. thing left is Rick. So all right. I know. Like you know, I joke. Like I'm a I'm a a Miami Beach three, but I'm a New Hampshire nine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I'm so glad that our mutual friend Michelle got in the way with some jealousy because if she didn't, I would have easily have just thrown yeah. that relationship in the garbage. I mean, I was 17 and stupid. Now I'm 45 and a half and marginally and in, i was gonna say marginally <laughs> intelligent but dumbass is probably a good uh synonym so fast forward to like 12 years ago or something um we actually on facebook just kind of reconnected you know we were out of relationships and uh, it's like she was going on a hike and i asked if i could go so a good thing from social media yes but 12 years ago a good thing they, for you bad thing for her. yeah i know well i gave her two be- helped you know bring into this world two beautiful kids you um, helped. Helped. <laughs> I, t- I had something to do with that. Um, but yeah, um, does, does the song by uh, Once in a Lifetime by the Talking Heads resonate with you? 
you know, you know that one. That's yeah, not no, my beautiful wife. That's not my beautiful home. How did I get here? You know, I th- when that song plays, I crank it. and I'm like, this is my life. I, I don't deserve my wife, <laughs> or where I live, or all this stuff. Yes, yeah, my, my wife is you know number one divorce attorney in in Boston, and thank God for that because I could not be a public servant mm-hmm. if. Uh, um, if it wasn't for my <laughs> wife being the breadwinner and, and right. being so successful as well. So that, you know, yeah. so that, that definitely helps. Um, and, uh, it is, it's, you know, sometimes you sit back and that, and I think you need to do more of that. It's sit back and be like, all right, wow. It's, you know, how blessed am I? We're taking a time out. We're smelling the roses here. Exactly. Uh, yep. And this is catharsis, you know, right. like, this is a very cathartic activity. Cheaper than therapy. Yeah, it is. It totally is. Um, a couple of weeks ago, I joked, me and Mike, we went off on, Idiots in the snow in the winter up here in New England, and and the way we get into a tizzy, and uh, we listened to the show, and we both called each other like, "Wow, we really uh, laid into a lot of nonsense." Like, it was one of those like, "Hey, let's uh, just check in on ourselves. Are we cool? Like next week, let's be a little more fun, right?" Exactly. <laughs> like there are people that listen, and at any rate, um, the grumpy old man episode is was that kind of kind of. I mean, I was bitching about people that. And tell me you don't do this or I will kick you out of the studio right now. Wait, I got to calm down. Sean, do you take your windshield wipers pre-storm and pump them out, stretch them out from your windshield? No. No. Okay. I told people don't do it. It stretches the springs on the arms of the things. I still talk. I'm still talking about this. All right. So, Sean, I don't want to pigeonhole you and corner you, but you are on this show Back, as we said, in September 3rd, 2020, episode 15, State Rep. Sean Dooley. I found this little clip here. I'd like to play it for you, and then I'd like you to speak to it. Because right now you're a state representative, and now you're running for state senator. Let's listen to this. I'm wondering if you're going to break the curse here, Sean, because the last two state representatives we had had moved on to be state senators. Are you going to stick with it? I, I actually, a lot of people have asked me about that. I prefer the house. I prefer having a small local community where I actually get to know everyone. You know, also when you go to the Senate, it's four times the size. I'm dealing with Wayland and Wellesley, you know, and Natick and, you know, it's not, you know, you know, people that I know and, and, and I relate to and, and hang out with. So, I mean, I like being a local rep, not to mention, I think the house has a lot more power and you can actually get a lot more done mm-hmm. um, because everything has to basically go all, all, all money related things have to go through the house first. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we have a lot of control and it's much more collegial. Okay, Sean, you have some explaining to do, pal. Hey, evidently my you ego is grown. I'm, I'm, I'm evidently much more egotistic. Yeah. Well, after, after the past two years, um, I, I guess I, I, I don't necessarily disagree with that. I really like being a, a rep and I like having mm-hmm. that small town, you know, connection and everything like that. But, yeah. you know, kind of the subject that we've talked about is one of the reasons I'm running. It's, you know, I, I think, you know, the, the Senate has moved, you know, has become much more extreme. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much more polarized. Um, there's, uh, you know, there's only three Republicans now. So I think there needs to be more balance because it just, Builds better discourse by having, you know, you know, more centrist type people. I'm much more of a socially center, fiscally probably a little more conservative, um, you know. And and what we've seen in the sen- in, in the in the Senate is there's been a huge push to the left mm-hmm. um, with, with a lot of extreme 
views, yep. and it's become very, very polarized. It has become much more, you know, less of the collegialness mm-hmm. and or collegiality, whatever the however the best way to pronounce. CC that word. would know. Uh, I'd have to ask him. Hold on, let me text my wife. Um, <laughs> And she'll be like, don't use the big words. Yeah, yeah. Um, Keep it to two you, syllables, you, you, you Sean. You cannot handle the big <laughs> words. Um, and I want to get back to a common sense approach toward government. And yeah. I want to get back to, instead of the, you know, the AOC type model of, you know, you know, you're either with us or against mm. us and this, you know, if, if you don't believe 100% in our cause, then you're the devil. Um, you know, get back to a kind of more of a people-focused uh, message and you know the, what, what I love about the job isn't so much the Beacon Hill stuff and mm-hmm. the you know that is you know, I like helping the community I like being you know an actual public servant. Are you going to take a page out of Scott Brown's campaign handbook and leak a nude photo of yourself? Because I have a camera. I mean, we can do this right now, bro. Do, 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 get, get on the bearskin rug and uh, yeah, I, yeah, just, yeah no, that's insane. That that pretty much would I'm not guy. would not help my campaign. At no, because no one wants to see your wiggly butt. No, no, no. They don't want to see. Wiggly CC anything. doesn't even want to see your wiggly no, butt. No, that's the reason we have curtains and. You know, a light switch and stuff like that. It's yeah, a, yeah. No, no. It's a, that would that would not. Scott Scott is a very very. He's a good friend, but he's also a very very pretty man. He's not as pretty as Brad Pitt and Troy. Have you seen that movie? I, I don't believe so. Oh, you have to see this movie. I we talked about it ad nauseum last time. I won't bore the scuttlebuds, but I'm still thinking about. I watched You're still thinking about Brad Pitt and Troy? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. In fact, I'm getting my haircut at uh, the Bada Bing Barbershop in Salem tomorrow. It's what Mike wants to do with his okay. groomsmen. And I'm going to sit down. He's going to be like, what are we doing here? And I'm going to be like, you're going to give me a haircut. And when I get out of this chair, I'm going to look like Brad Pitt from Troy. I mean, Next time you see me, you're going to love the way I look. You should, you should go in your in your gladiator outfit. Uh-huh. The whole the whole nine yards. Just a sword and sandals, man. Just, Yep. Yeah, they had Starbucks I, I, just hanging out. I, I think that that's definitely what you should, you should do that at the whole wedding. Just, yeah. just walk in and be like, hey, you know, I, I know we were supposed to wear tuxedos. Yeah, I don't want to steal the spotlight from you guys. You keep uh, doing your thing there on the dance floor. I'll just be here by the bar schmoozing in my exactly. in my toga. Okay, so Sean, let's wrap it up. We've been talking long enough. I know you're very busy, and I really, honestly, I know we're buddies and all, but. You're busy. We know this. And uh, you, you made some time to come and hang out. And I really do appreciate that. I want to challenge you. You know, going to give oh, you some Jesus. trivia. Oh, I, you, you did the trivia last time and I sucked at it. Because Mike picked the questions. And okay. this time I went through my notebook and I, I was like, what did we do? What did we ask? Now, I had asked you, what are you good at? What's your specialty? And you said general knowledge. Okay. Did I say that? You said that. General knowledge. That was I off. suck at trivia. Okay. So I'm going to give you general questions you ready just three of them okay the first one what is the name of the iconic orange 1969 dodge charger driven by bo and luke duke that feature the confederate flag on its roof generally ah shit i didn't know you were gonna get that one i'm from the south that was a hard one (laughs) okay they get harder you ready general (laughs) questions what is the name of the popular dish on every Chinese takeout menu that includes crispy chicken chunks in a spicy tangy sauce? General Gao's chicken. God damn it. That's two for two. Double or nothing. If you don't get this right, it's all wiped out. You're nothing. What is the name of the exhibition basketball team that just can't seem to find a way to beat the Harlem Globetrotters? The Washington Generals. God 
That's three for three. Sean, you know what? I, right I, there g- alone. General I think knowledge. It's, you, know, it's, uh, it's, you are state senator material. You are actually really <laughs> smart. I'll hand it over to you because you're the guest host. Sean, why don't you get us out of here with some closing thoughts? The closing thoughts all goes back to your video. You know, let's just stop and listen and be nice to each other and be kind and don't take everything so seriously. And anything that you hear, assume it's not meant as an assault on you. Mm -hmm. You know, assume someone's either being funny or they're having a bad day and you don't know where they're coming from. You don't know how shitty their life is or, or, you know, what happened to them that's causing them to be this, this angry. I think that's what we've lost. We've lost our humanity. And I think if we can all just kind of step back and be like, all right, Hey, listen, there, there are plenty of assholes out there. Like, don't get, don't get me wrong. I don't think everyone's genuine. Right. Um, but you know, as, as a Southerner, we use colloquialisms. Don't wrestle with a pig. You'll both get dirty and the pig will enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it, you know, and so you just kind of have to step back and, and just move on and be happy with yourself and be thankful for what you have and, 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 and try to do something positive in the world. Thank you, Sean, for coming in. It was oh, great. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, it's good buds. Remember like what I was saying earlier, have someone to love, have something to do and have something to look forward to. That's, that's meme wisdom coming from my mouth to your ears. And, uh, it's working for me. You know what, what works for you? Find something, uh, for Sean, uh, state representative, Sean Dooley and myself, Rick Fink and not Mike who's sitting it out buying flower arrangements or whatever the hell he's doing. Uh, This is Small Town Scuttlebutt, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.